Welcome to the Skin Club Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Alita. And I'm Rachel. Welcome to the club. Hello, guys. Hey. Welcome back. <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> I hate how I just said that. Hey. Sorry. Hey. <laughs> uh, we have an awesome episode for you guys today. We are doing another Dear SD, our monthly segment where you guys submit your questions to us and we answer them here on the podcast. So, um, okay. As always, we're going to start with our weekly favorites and our weekly updates and then we'll get into today's episode. So, Rachel, what's your weekly favorite? Coloring books. Wait, did you get one? Yes. Which one did you get? Oh, gosh, I forget what it's called. I got it literally from Hobby Lobby. Oh. It's like a mystical forest adult coloring book. Oh my gosh. I have to say coloring books have been the best for me. They are therapeutic. So therapeutic. Like it prevents me like late night I get really bad munchies if I start oh. coloring like. Do you really? <laughs> really bad late night munchies. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that about you. <laughs> really bad. Yeah. I like when nighttime rolls around like I'm pretty good about eating pretty healthy throughout the day but yeah. when nighttime comes around it's like I just want treats and it's not that I'm like hungry like I film myself throughout the day <laughs> I just want treats What's and sugar guilty pleasure Dairy Queen oh like my husband oh wait yeah loves no, it. we Ryder, love it literally last night at like 9 p.m was like uh Rachel and Jason are at Costa Vida <gasps> does he have our location or no i think jason well jason, oh, jason literally probably texts texted Ryder him. morning into evening they're besties like Ryder woke up this morning <laughs> and checked his phone and he had like five messages from jason at like 7 a.m what the heck just yeah. them or yeah. was it a group well it message? was a group message but okay, I'm, like, I'm like that makes my husband sound <laughs> not I'm like that's oh, weird no. Like, I need to talk to him. <laughs> no, no, no. no, but it's like they're always in that group, like in the group chat. Yeah. It's about video games, but it's just like oh, yeah. 7 a.m. Like, could not be me. I'm asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that was funny. But coloring books. But yeah, no, coloring books are great. Kay. Or like my nervous habit, I pick up my lips. I buy, like, pick my cuticles. Yeah. Your lips look good, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. They're healed from lip blushing, and I'm obsessed. Really pretty. Mm. A lot of people have asked me if I've gotten them filled, and I'm like, no. You can just actually see my border. You normally can't. (laughs) But yeah, so adult coloring books for sure. I want to buy more. It's just really therapeutic. Mm -hmm. And markers only. Oh, really? No color pencils, markers all the way. It's more fun for me for some reason. Wait, but markers, they, they, what's the word? Bleed through. Bleed, yes. So the pages are actually really thick, so it doesn't, oh. thank goodness. Yeah. So I guess it depends on what coloring book you have. Yeah. But the one I have is thick. I'll post a link Wait, that's so cool. on our Instagram of the one I have. But Sweet. Oh, yeah. That and then to go off of that, I also got a coloring app. <laughs> it's literally called Happy Color. So what? whenever I'm bored or like in between clients like if i have a gap i'll sit and literally color on this app no it's way. called happy color you like color by numbers wait that's so cute it's so fun so yeah that's all fun okay um yeah how the hell are you oh my gosh i guys she has updates she's oh waiting to tell me on the podcast yes. i'm dying well okay well let me say let me say my better or my favorite favorites my okay. favorite first and then okay. we'll get into updates and i'll update you on all the tea oh wait okay my my weekly favorite um the better greens okay i know it's been a favorite of mine before she circled back non-caffeinated version 
Oh my goodness. It's so good. I like the non-caffeinated ones better than the caffeinated. I think if I got them, I would want, I haven't gotten them yet, but I want the non-caffeinated one. Yeah. Because I already drink enough caffeine. Yeah. Well, (laughs) and that's like what I was noticing was I didn't feel, or I'm not feeling effects of caffeine at the moment. So I think that I've uh, made my tolerance too high because Mm. now it's like to the point where like my pregnancy maximum of what I can intake, which is like 200 milligrams, like I touch that and maybe sometimes go a little bit above and I still feel nothing. So I need to scale back. Did you cut it completely? Um, not completely, but like I'm not having it every day. Okay. Just because I was having it with like my pure boost and then my better greens, but then I swapped out my pure boost for better greens because I'm like, that's too many freaking drink subscriptions. So now I just have my better greens, but then Jovi kept trying to take drinks of mine and I'm like, no, you're too. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I was like, oh, well, I'll just get the non-caffeinated ones and then she can even have some and I can even yeah. put them like in her drinks and she can get the benefits. And then Lisa Allen came out with better hormones. <gasps> is that the same lady who started better yes. greens? Yes. No And way. so better hormones is a powder, like a hormone powder. Is it's it like, like better greens? Time? Yeah, I think so. Very cool. Um, But I'm excited to try it postpartum because your hormones are like to and fro and just literally everywhere. Yeah. So I'm hoping that it can like ground me (laughs) and make me not so emotional, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for those to come in. But yeah, the better greens are so good. And I do actually have a code with them. If you use code Alita, you get 10% off. But it's worth doing the subscription get all your greens and all your vitamins, minerals, all the things. It's so great. So healthy girls summer. Yes. <laughs> okay. Weekly update. Uh, weekly update. I, so last week I was just at revive working and I walked out to the front and one of my best friends from Utah oh. was literally standing there and I was like <laughs> jaw dropped, like <laughs> speechless. <laughs> I was just so shocked. So that was such a happy surprise that she came and like literally surprised me. She didn't tell you. No, I had no idea. Jason knew. Okay. Yeah. Jason knew. Oh, and here's the funny thing. So maybe a month or two ago, I saw Jason texting someone. And when I walked by, he exited out really fast. I was like, who are you texting? It's like, give me your phone. He's like, no. I'm like, "Mm, you're giving me your phone right now. Mm. He's like, and he knows I would push it. So, or he knew I'd push it. So he was like, okay, it's a surprise for you. I'll tell you right now if you want, but it's a surprise for you. So I was like, oh, never mind. Don't tell me. Cause I like surprises. Oh, cute. Yeah. <laughs> Come to find out later, it was, he was texting Emily, okay. my friend from Utah. Aww. So she came and surprised me. So that was fun. And then this week, actually, my sister's currently in town oh, fun. from Utah. So that's also fun. I'm just having all my people come visit I me. I love that. So, yeah, I've just Aww. been spending time with family, friends, had a few lake days. and Yeah, I've seen. I'm so jealous. I've <laughs> People have been asking me, like, do you have a boat? I'm like, no, I just make friends with people that have boats. Yes. I'm That's the official the flag girl. I told them I'll be a flag girl and <laughs> I'm there. Oh, my but. gosh. That's so funny. Well, but, fine. Yeah. Okay. Tell me, tell me, oh tell me. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Your updates. Where do I even begin? Okay. So... Um, uh, if you've been following my Instagram stories, you're probably pretty close to up to date with what's been going on with my pregnancy and all the things. So let's rewind. Okay. <laughs> Q. 
cue sound effects. Cue sound effects. Okay, so last Thursday, I had my 32-week appointment. I was 31 and 6, so almost 32 weeks. And I went into my appointment, and um, I told them, like, hey, I've been having contractions i've been having braxton hicks contractions as well as like really so okay there there are two types of contractions as far as i know there are two types of contractions i There's did not know them braxton hicks which is like your whole belly just gets really tight it almost feels like the baby's like oh pushing like just, all the walls yes like and everything just feels really tight and when you poke it it feels like a watermelon and then there are other ones that happen like where your period cramps are and it feels like a really intense period pain so and then that's but that's like a labor contraction like that's when you're actually in labor so i've been having those for a month and then i've been having braxton hicks for at this time it had only been three weeks so i've been having braxton hicks and these like labor contractions and i've been losing pieces of my mucus plug do you know what that is? No. Okay. That sounds scary. Imagine the most foul-looking discharge of your life. Uh, okay. Twinged with blood. Oh. Comparable to like... Where is it coming from? Um, where... Your vagina. <laughs> <gasps> oh. So, okay. So, it's like... Imagine... Like, it's not coming from like imagine the baby. Imagine like a discharge slug. Okay. With blood. Okay. So what that is, so anatomy lesson, or I guess biology. <laughs> I don't know what this is. Science lesson. So, okay. So baby is up in your cervix or up in your uterus mm-hmm. and your cervix is what they check for dilation. Okay. okay. So your cervix goes from zero to 10 centimeters. Gotcha. And around the end, like the bottom of that cervix, um, between like your water bag like so like there's a baby the water sac the amniotic fluid uh-huh. and then your cervix so to prevent infection from getting from the cervix to the amniotic fluid sac mm-hmm. there's like mucus oh oh and so when you start okay. to dilate that starts to come out Gotcha. So that's what you were losing when what you're talking about in your Instagram. Yes. Okay. I thought you were talking about the ambionic fluid that that I was losing too. Oh, you were losing that too. Oh, awesome. So okay. So but I noticed between like the contractions and what I would wipe, I would see pieces of my mucus plug. I was like, that signs of labor. Why is this happening? I'm 31 weeks. So I've been trying to get into my doctor's office, but at this rate, I'm still being seen once a month. Um, and I'm supposed to be seeing like twice a week after 30 weeks. So anyways, I hadn't had my appointment yet. I've been trying to call the office. I was like feeling like it was urgent. And then finally I get in and I tell them all my symptoms and they're like, um, that sounds like preterm labor, not normal. You should not be feeling that or having that happen right now. Um, and they were like, well, if you're comfortable, let's check you. They don't typically check your cervix until 36 weeks. Okay. So to check me at 31 weeks is very early, but I'm like, I've had a baby before. I know like what labor feels like, and I'm pretty sure this is it. Yeah. (laughs) So she checks me and she's like, okay, you're at a two, like two centimeters dilated, which is like a grape. And then 
Um, she said that she thinks I was like 20% effaced, which is like the soft, like how soft your cervix is. Okay. Um, okay. So your cervix, there's a top hole and a bottom hole. And as it gets thinner, it gets shorter. Like the space between the top and the bottom gets shorter. Okay. Which then it turns into like a disc of 10 centimeters and disappears essentially. Okay. Does that make sense? Kind of. I'm it watching the visual. Okay. Yes. You're creating. So, <laughs> so she's like, I think you're probably like around 20, 20% effaced, but you should not really be dilated at all at this early. So let's send you to the hospital just to see if baby's stressed out. They can do like baby monitoring stuff. They can do a couple of swabs. Um, and essentially they did a swab that told them if I was going to go into labor in the next two weeks. It's called an FFN. Okay. So that test came back negative, which is a really good sign because it's like 94% accurate. Oh, so wow. very high, but still a chance that things could happen. But technically, I'm not supposed to go into labor for the next two weeks. And so they are monitoring. They can see I'm having contractions on the monitor. And then... They were like, okay, well, let, let, let's have you come back tomorrow and let's do all these tests again just to make sure baby's doing okay. And at that time, they checked my fluids and everything around baby and everything looked great. So I'm like, awesome. Sounds good. And then they said, um, at my Friday appointment, we'll see you on Monday just to make sure nothing's progressing. They said, go see a doctor or go see your doctor and have her check you and just make sure you're not dilating. So Monday comes around. I go to the doctor and she checks me and is like, okay, you're at a four and 80. Okay. Wait, rewind back at the hospital. They did an ultrasound as well that checked all the amniotic fluid. And they also came to the conclusion that I was at a two and 80, not, a, not a two and 20. Does that make sense? What does that mean? So I'm 80% of face, not 20%. Oh, okay. You have to be at a hundred percent to, push gotcha <laughs> so so i'm at 80 percent and uh two centimeters dilated on friday and then they're like okay you're on pelvic rest like absolutely like you can't do anything strenuous nothing intimate all that stuff so like okay that sounds good so then monday comes around i go to the doctor and the doctor checks me and she's like okay you're at a four and eighty so that means I'm four centimeters dilated, 80% effaced. And she did not seem concerned at all, though. She's like, no, you're totally fine. Like, she was... Really? Uh, she... Uh, 80? Yeah. She just... It was it was a very frustrating appointment because on Friday they had made it seem like, OMG, you're probably in preterm labor. Yeah. Lay low. Don't do anything. Like, you should not be working if you can. And they told me like pelvic rest, all these things. And when I was talking to the doctor, she's like, um, well, no study has shown that sex induces labor, but wouldn't you feel guilty if you had sex and then you went into labor the next day? And then she's like, well, like continue your day to day life. Like you're fine. Your FFN came back negative. You're not going to have the baby in the next two weeks. And she's like, don't do anything crazy. Like, walk a marathon but like you can go walk around the store but don't walk too much and 
like you can clean your windows or she's like, don't do anything crazy, like clean your windows. But if you can get help doing your dishes, do that. But also, wow. Like you can pick up your toddler. I'm like, I'm so confused. Like, yeah. I, I just, and like, this was from what date of Monday? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, in the last 48 hours, wow. I've dilated two more centimeters. Like that just, it seemed like a, it's a lot <laughs> because uh, like once you hit five centimeters, that's like when you're in active labor. Okay. So like I'm a centimeter away from active labor. Wow. So, and I'm, can you imagine uh, if you like time, your water broke during this podcast? That would be legendary. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I keep thinking like, which client is it going to be? Who's like, who is it going to land on? Like it's a roulette. Just <laughs> who's going to get it when I break my water? So are you, wait, are you working tomorrow? Not tomorrow. Oh, thank heavens. Not tomorrow. No. <laughs> but like, I'm, I'm still debating about next week, but I don't think I will. You're crazy. I don't think I will. You're be. wild. So I'd be like, bye. Was, I'm laying in bed. I it was like so frustrating because I felt like I got so much like misinformation. That is she frustrating. She pretty much told me like everything that they told you in triage, like, which is essentially the emergency room for pregnant people is false. Like everything that they told you, like dis- disregard, it's fine. So I was just like really annoyed and kind of confused. And so then on, did you tell her what they said to you before? Yeah. And she's like, no, they're fine. Like you're fine. She's huh. like, people sit at this for weeks. You could literally go to 42 weeks and be fine. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, so then I went home. I'm calling my mother-in-law and telling her like, cause she worked in labor and delivery for years and telling her what she told me. She's like, I don't really know if I agree with everything that she's saying. Like you should not be dilated this much this early. So then on Tuesday, I noticed a change in my discharge. Sorry if this is TMI for anyone, but I noticed a change in my discharge on Tuesday and it went from being like thick, which almost like mucus pluggy. And then by Wednesday, it was like water, like straight water, like no smell and which is very common, like amniotic fluid. Mm. So... I don't know. And like all of her movements had just changed. I can, I'm very in tune with her and like baby and like feeling her movements. And I know her routines of movements and like what makes her kick, what doesn't. And she was like going crazy and it was like sharp. It felt, everything just felt very sharp and it typically feels fluid. It feels like she's in a water bag. So Wednesday morning I call the doctor and I'm like, Hi, I have an appointment next Thursday. And so it, it would have been 10 days from my Monday appointment because my next appointment was supposed to be this upcoming Thursday, mm-hmm. which is kind of just a long time for what I'm experiencing to, to go without any 100%, guidance or care. Yeah. Um, and so then I tell them, like, I just I want to just come see one of the midwives, talk to her, maybe have her check me again because I'm confused. I'm just confused and I just need to know what's going on. And I've had change in fluids. Yes. (laughs) So I go in the next morning and she opens me up with one of those freaking metal duckbill things. Oh, I'm traumatized from those. those. I hate those so much. They're so scary. They're the freaking worst. So she, she puts that in and then she goes to swab me and she goes, oh, your cervix is bleeding. What? And I'm like, what? (laughs) 
She's like, um, we're going to send you to the hospital and you need to go get monitored. They need to do some more tests. Were you like freaking out at this point? Yeah, I started crying and I'm like, why is this freaking out? I was like, I knew something was going on. Like I, I knew something was going on. And every time I get a gut feeling, I, I do try to hop on it. You should. Go to the hospital. 100%. 100%. But even though it's like not painful, I'm like, I just, I know her and I know something's my body. Off. I know my movement. Yeah. I know. I know. So, so I start crying. I'm like, oh gosh, it's so annoying. So, cause I just, I'd already just been at the hospital and frankly, hospitals are so expensive. Like triage is the ER of the hospital and that's where I have to go every time. Mm. So it's very expensive. Yeah. So I go, they monitor me, they do all the swabs, all the tests, and they see that I'm losing my mucus plug. They see blood in my cervix and they do an ultrasound again to check my fluid around baby. And my fluid was like, I think it's 15 centimeters of like fluid around the baby. Okay. It's like what they could see. I think it's centimeters, millimeters, something measurement, 15. The number was 15. When they checked me this time, it was five. Stop. which five is like four is dangerously low <gasps> to the point like where you almost don't have enough water and it's dehydrating oh my gosh so my number had significantly reduced which would make sense as to why the movements felt so different and everything yeah but then all the swabs that they did to see if it was my amniotic fluid came back negative and so they're like well your water doesn't like it we're not swabbing that it's coming out but you're not producing water so maybe you ruptured something and like there's a reason why your water's not connecting to the baby something or baby's not producing That's why you're it. feeling those sharp baby's kidneys are doing something so it was like a whole thing and they're like we need to monitor you and keep you overnight so i'm like oh no because i had clients that day and of course i schedule my appointments on tuesdays and thursdays because that's when i have help and i can't bring joey to the doctors with me yeah and so I try to schedule them conveniently, assuming that nothing's going to go wrong. And then I can just go right to work right after. And twice now, in <laughs> the last two times, I've been sent to the hospital. So I'm like, gosh, uh. freaking dang it. So, so yeah. So I went to the hospital and stayed there overnight. They did all the tests and everything. They can see I'm still having contractions. They check me again and I'm at the same dilation like I haven't progressed any Mm -hmm. um and then this morning they did all the tests again and my fluid went up by three numbers so I went from five to eight which is a good sign that my water's not broken is that normal I know Um, nothing about so they told me that between like I want to say normal is like 12 to 24 is like good number for like water around baby but anything below four is like low, low. Gotcha. Like concerning low. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so well, I'm glad it went up. Yeah. And they don't know why it went up. No, because I, I chug water. I literally drink like a gallon a day. And that's something that I try to be really consistent about because I literally like if I don't drink a gallon, I'm dying of a headache <laughs> at this point because I'm so used to drinking a gallon. Hydrated gal. So, yeah. So I just I'm confused as to what happened and they think that I'm going to go into labor sometime very soon. So as of right now, I'm still on pelvic rest and essentially like modified bed rest. They don't want me doing anything, lifting anything walking anywhere, doing anything. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if we'd even record this podcast yeah. tonight because yeah. I, I was so worried about you. <laughs> Pretty much up until 
next Friday. Sorry. Contraction? Yep. Yeah, and I'm still contracting. I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> so, but see, this one's just a Braxton Hicks contraction. So I can like talk through it and it's fine. It just like kind of takes your breath away for a second. But um, yeah, it's just like been very emotional because I'm on the cusp of like baby could be totally good. She may just need some help breathing in the beginning. Yeah. Or she could be in intensive care for a long time. Like it's it's borderline like where it could be very scary. And so I don't know. It's it's hard like to not almost blame myself for like my body failing her. You know, and so it's just, it gets emotional very quickly just thinking about like, why is my body trying to get her out? Is something wrong? And just being paranoid all the time now. So that's mm-hmm. kind of the update. But I have another appointment after this weekend on Monday, hopefully, maybe Tuesday, whenever they can get me in. <laughs> and hopefully she doesn't come over the weekend. Gosh. Because at this point, it's just like, so like early. my body was at this same stage. I'm I'm even further progressed right now than I was 24 hours before I had Joey. So, wow. like I know my body can progress like that. Yeah. And so the hospital's That's like crazy. the second that you feel a twinge, come to the hospital. So How far is the hospital from here? Um, Ryder did it today quick <laughs> and it took him 20 minutes. Okay, not because bad. the new freeway Without the freeway, less up. 45 minutes. Yeah. Can I just say that freeway <laughs> made this drive. Changed your life. Amazing. Isn't it kind of nice? I'm like, I'll drive out here like multiple times yeah. a day. I'm not <laughs> mad about it. It's so nice. I'm so, I'm obsessed with the new freeway. So yeah. I feel very lucky that it just happened to go up last week. No, that is like, such a blessing. There's a reason. There's a freaking reason. Mm-hmm. So anyways, that's the update about baby and I, um, but we'll just, as I'm hoping to keep her in until 34. Yeah. After 34, babies thrive way more than they do under 34. Yeah. So we'll see if Come we can Come on, get baby there. T, hold yes, on. <laughs> I know. Yes. So that's, that's okay. Wait, let me show you the thing. <laughs> she said she was showing me something and I don't know what it is. <gasps> Stop. This is the littlest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Isn't it so cute? Yes. <laughs> it's a little preemie diaper. Wait, I don't know why I do feel like crying. <laughs> right? It's it kind of makes you want to cry because it's so cute that and is tiny. So cute. But it's kind of sad because of how small it is because Joby's so big. Is this Joby's old diaper? No, that's the baby's new diaper. Oh, I'm like, did you just have a bunch of leftover? <laughs> no. I don't know how it works. I've never had kids. <laughs> no. So uh, today we went and got diapers um, just because we're like, okay. You know, after the third scare, maybe this is God saying like, hey, guys, um, it's time to set up the crib. You know, oh, it's literally <laughs> smaller than my hand. No, literally, it's, it's smaller than my iPhone. Yeah. And oh. it's oh, so cute. But I can't wait to hold her. I'm so excited. So maybe next week if we're in the hospital, we'll be podcasting from the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? We may be podcasting from the hospital. I told Alita <sighs> she can take a break, but she is very on top of it. Alita's a go-getter. She's I, very driven. So you. round of applause for Alita because thank you, thank honestly, you. you're a baddie. And if you need a break, that's okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I, I just, I do love the podcast and it's just fun, like getting together and recording and you guys are like my support people. So 
I love seeing you guys. And I'm just excited for when she finally is here and we can like record and hold her. It's going to be so sweet. Oh, the baby loving. I know. Okay. Well, that's my update. Do you have anything else you want to share before we get into the episode? Um, I don't think so. Okay. I I feel like I should have more updates, but it really just was a fun (laughs) past week for me. That's so fun. Very different. Yours was scary. Yeah. But... I'm very glad that your friends were able to come and your sister. I need to meet your sister. Have you not met her? I don't think so. Oh my gosh. Okay. We'll come over this week. Okay. And you can meet. Maybe we'll come over this weekend. What yeah, are you guys doing Sunday? Over. <laughs> we come always make night. plans. When <laughs> I know we do. Come over tomorrow night. Okay. Um, And they also brought their dog. They <gasps> have a little mini Aussie. Oh, cute. He is so cute and he loves to hug and cuddle. Oh, cute. Yeah, so. we'll do it. Anyways. Okay, so let's get into the episode. Today is a Dear Esty, which is our, we call it our monthly column, but honestly, we do, we just do it whenever we want. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really we on a We try to make it monthly-ish. Yeah, in the realm of it. Yes. But anyways, basically what it is, if you are new here, Dear Esty is our segment where we have you message us on Instagram or we have you email us on our podcast and you ask us any and all questions it can be random it can be anything about skin and we just read through them so i'm actually going to the email right now okay how to find the right spa to work at i had a horrible experience and now i'm scared oh do you want me to (laughs) all right okay (laughs) i have thoughts okay um i think Honestly, if you can get to a point where you have an interview and like go into the interview with the mindset of like, we're dating and are you the right fit for me? And am I the right fit for you? It's not just like, can I get this job? I need this job. It's, is this job going to make me happy? Is this where I'm going to thrive? Is this where I'm passionate? Yeah. What are your thoughts? No, I completely agree. I remember when I first started interviewing for spas, um, one of my friends was telling me like don't just accept the first job you offer Mm -hmm. you get and I did accept the first job offer I got because I was just anxious to start working and start making money and so I understand that I did not love my first job I definitely got good experience from it so I'm glad I was able to do that Mm -hmm. and experience those things but I think that sucks feeling stuck yeah um so honestly I just would go walk in and apply to everywhere you are interested in. Um, I think it says a lot when you walk in yourself, hand them your resume Mm -hmm. and say, I would love to work with you. Call me. Yeah. Basically. Um, I don't really know, but yeah, you don't want to just settle like Alita said for it's a date. Yeah. Well, and I think when you've had a horrible experience, like you will be so grateful when you find a good place because they are out there. Yeah. But I understand the fear. And truthfully, it's like, you don't, you don't know how good, you know, like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know how to word this. Like, um, I don't know. Just, I would, I would take the horrible experience and look at it from a learning perspective. Like I'm glad I went through that to know how good this new job is or I'm glad I went through that to know even I don't know if you ever want to have your own 
spa or whatever, then you can be like, well, I, I worked at this place. I liked this. I worked at this place. Didn't like this as much. And then you can even just as yourself, as an esthetician, become a better esthetician or boss. Exactly. So, and the aesthetics world is booming. I'm sure more and more jobs will be popping up left and right. Yes. There's a day spa in every corner. Yeah. No, really. Everywhere. (laughs) I'm like, oh, there's a new spa. Yes. Oh, there's another one. I didn't know there was one Yes. Seriously. But okay, next one. Okay. Let's see. Places you have had filler and would consider getting filler. Do you want to start? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I bounced around. When I lived in Utah, Ruma Aesthetics, 1000%, Shelby Miller, amazing. Um, she was the first person to ever do my filler and she did an amazing job. But she's, I believe, located in Lehigh, Utah. Okay. So if you're in Utah, I highly recommend Shelby and her team. Um, in Arizona, I kind of bounce around. So I will tell you some injectors that I think are absolutely amazing. Um, one being Sam. She, Sam Curtis is her name. She is super good. Sorry, I'm like looking up their Instagram name so I can tell you guys. So it's Samantha J Aesthetics on Instagram. She does a great job. I also really love um, the Glow Up Nurse Injector, Beverly. She does an amazing job as well. Um, And then also Alita and I have been to the same one. um, Crystal. Crystal. (laughs) I'm forgetting. I'm blanking. Crystal's also amazing. Alita recommended her to me. So I have been to a few people. Oh, and I've also been to Emily Frost, who's also amazing. There are so many talented people here. Um, and I just kind of go whenever I can get in because I am a last minute booker, but yeah, I love filler. Okay. Wait, I think, um, another portion to that question was like, where have you had it placed? Oh, placed. I have had, sorry, I was thinking like what places, like people, (laughs) It's okay. places you have had filler would consider. (gasps) Can we cut that entire thing? <laughs> well, I think people would love to know, <laughs> but let's just add the second part. I just, to the stu- question. I just stuttered so much talking about my injectors. <laughs> you're good. You're okay. good. People will love that knowledge and all the recommendations. So you're welcome for more information. <laughs> okay. Places I've had filler. I've had filler in my chin. I've had filler in my lips. I've had filler in my under eyes. I've had filler in my cheeks. Oh, my goodness. I've had Botox um, on my forehead. I have had Botox for my eyebrows because they're uneven. I've had Botox for TMJ, for teeth grinding. Haven't you had um, I've had, yes, I've had Botox for my crow's feet. I have had Botox <laughs> for my lip flip. Gosh, <laughs> I've had so much work done. Okay, <laughs> but you know what? we're open here (laughs) yeah we are i've had a lot done um having said that i will not have under eye filler done again i did like it but i do feel like it kind of rounded my face out just a little bit i remember you saying that just a little bit um i'm definitely more natural than i used to (laughs) now the only things i will continue to be getting are chin filler lip filler and um some Botox for my eyebrows to even them out. Yeah. As for like aging concerns, I've just been doing microneedling. Yeah. I'm, I haven't been doing Botox anymore. 
Nice. But so good. Tell us your places. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, I've only ever been to Crystal. <laughs> um, oh, speaking of the devil. Is she DMing you? Yes. Okay. Um, okay. So places I've had filler. So I've... Um, I've only had filler in my lips and I've only had a half a syringe. Uh, so it didn't even change the shape. <laughs> <laughs> well, you already have good juicy plump lips. I just do it for hydration, which I don't know if I'm going to continue to do it. Cause it's like 500 bucks for like not using chapstick, <laughs> you know? So yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, totally. Where can I, where can I uh, minimize the, expenses you know i get them and then i've had botox um just in my forehead i've i do it like twice a year um just i don't know i really like how smooth it makes my forehead and i really miss it so have you seen people talk about how they feel like it helps their acne oh i haven't looked into anything like that but i've seen so many people post that like they love getting botox because they feel like their acne goes oh, away when they have Botox and I found that fascinating but I haven't looked into it so don't yeah, quote me on anything. that's interesting see I I'm in like a weird limbo right now of like kind of just going back natural like I'm letting I told my sister like I'm I want my hair to start going back to its natural color so she did my hair again and just like weave some low lights into it so I can gradually just like go back to my mousy brown mm-hmm. and then um I'm letting my lips completely go and I don't know if I'm gonna keep doing Botox yeah I love Botox so much but I I don't know I'm, I'm just like for who you know yeah I'm just I feel I'm just trying to like I don't know well also I could be better at microneedling See, and that's what I've been doing in replace of my Botox. Yes. I would I would rather try the microneedling route before continuing like starting at Botox like right after baby again. Um yeah. but I honestly I have never been super consistent with microneedling because right after I graduated school, I got pregnant and then after that I breastfed for a year and I didn't do it while I was breastfeeding. And then I didn't breastfeed for like four months and then I got pregnant again. Yeah. So. I really had a chance. Yeah. And I did it like once or twice during that time that I wasn't. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember we microneedled you right, literally right before we found out you were pregnant. Yeah. Like, yeah. like and it was like the day before something. I found out I was pregnant. Yeah. yeah. So <sighs> I'm, I'm going to do better and just do better on my skincare and um, be more diligent with my retinols and see where I can, um, kind of just cut out expenses as such, you know? Yes, for sure. But if I did get more filler, <laughs> um, I kind of would want to try chin filler cause I have no chin. Wait, turn. Yes, my you do. Family, no, we don't have chins. We're all kind of Wait, chinless. Turn again. JC Smith makes me want an implant. I Can know. I say that? But I get nervous with all these girls getting their buckle fat removal. Oh, I wouldn't do that. Because you're the volume. You know, like we see so many young people, even like in their 30s, 40s, who lose their volume. They're like, I just like want my face to look full again. And it's like, okay, well, you just freaking took out you all took your fat. You took your buckle fat. <laughs> yeah. No, I completely agree. I wouldn't do that. 
but I just because I chin filler chin and lips are the those are the only two places I want filler yeah. from now on because I don't have a chin <laughs> um so I feel like that would be nice just to not have the maintenance of it but totally. I do like how facial fillers last longer than like lip That's filler because they're yes. a stronger thicker substance oh I didn't know that mm-hmm. they use like voluma maybe okay is what it's called oh. I could be totally wrong, but all I know is it's a thicker filler. I think you can get something microneedled in, or maybe it's injected in after microneedling. Crystal was telling PRP? me about it. No. It's some sort of, like, filler. Oh, like a filler? hmm Oh. She was telling me about it. She said it, it takes longer to see the results, but it's a longer-term, like, longer-lasting effect. I can get behind that. Is it Sculptra? Yes. Okay, I've seen Emily Frost post about that. Yes, yes. like it builds your own natural collagen. That's correct, Amundo. Yes. <laughs> That's it. So cool. Yeah, no, yeah. I've heard amazing things about Sculptra. I would consider Sculptra. doing that, just like yeah. to gradually just keep the collagen pumping. Yeah. yeah, I definitely went on my filler injectable kick. Yes. I you have to. got a taste once. of it, and now I know what I like, though. So yes. let me tell you, you don't need to go crazy like me, or you can if you want to experience it. It's fun to experience. But, yeah, no, for me, all I I just listen to my injector, lips and chin. That's all I feel yeah. like I need. Good. But How long has it been? Sorry. How long has it been since you've um, had your filler done? I started getting – I started with lip filler. I started oh – gosh, how long ago was I in Utah? How old am I? 23? Wait, were you talking like about 18. your concert that you went to? Huh? The concert that you went to back in, was it January? No, back when I lived in Utah oh. is when I got filler for my first time. So it's been like at least four years okay. since I started getting lip filler. Okay. And then, so it's like over the course of a long time, I've tried out a bunch of things. It's yes. not like I'm going every other month <laughs> to try something new right. out. Um, but yeah, now I don't feel the need to go anytime soon. Totally. I'm very happy with where I'm at. Well, sweet. We're all Good. beautiful the way we are. Yes. Okay. Any tips on getting comfortable with chemical peels? How did you guys learn? Start small yes. with baby peels. Do not just throw chemical peels on just anyone. Um, I would, so I got comfortable with Glymed. Mm-hmm. Um, take their webinars. They have webinars specifically for chemical peels. Message the Glymed reps and say, hey, I have this client coming in and I'm just getting used to chemical peels. What's a good first time peel? Um, things like that. I say don't be afraid to reach out to people and it's better to be safe than sorry with chemical peels because it is pretty easy to burn someone. So I think that's good. You're aware of that um but yeah you just want to be confident yeah totally um I would say tips for at least for myself like how did I learn honestly just doing it um (laughs) poor Marky literally I would text her (laughs) so many times I'm like which one's which one's frosting which one's crystallizing like how many layers can I do again? She helped me so much. Like that first peel season. It's oof, intimidating. It's so intimidating. And like I I had just gotten into facials. And like I had just taken my maternity leave. And right when I got back, it was like, bam. Like 
peel season. Peel season's here. You better be ready. Everything like here we go. And like Marky had her whole previous experience with them and was like super good at them and like knew everything about them. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And I had never used Glymed before working at Revive. Uh-huh. And so then I'd be like texting Sydney and I'm like, I need help. And see, that's okay. It's okay yeah. to text people. Text your colleagues. Text us and be yes. like, hey, I have this client. Do you think it's okay Literally. if I just put like we are more than happy to help you? Anytime. Please message Literally us. Anytime. And like if you're like, how many layers can you do of this again? Just message. Yeah. Like it's so much better to be safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. And also another thing that is so comforting <laughs> that Marky told me, because I would have clients that are like, I have had this reaction after this peel. She's like, it always heals. Just remember, it always heals. Mm-hmm. Like, like especially like those TCA peels, it almost looks like a cat clawed you. Oh, the first time I did that, I was like texting whoever is above me. I'm like, is <laughs> is this normal? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, no, totally normal. Yeah. And you just kind of have to get through it. Get through your first peel season. It's scary. It's intimidating. Then, yeah. And then you'll be golden. But also, like, don't be too afraid to try yeah something new like if your client let's say like let's talk glymed peels if your client's done a five berry twice you maybe did two layers on her the first time maybe four layers on her the second time bump her up to like a tca yeah i'd feel comfortable doing like at least two layers of tca if she can tolerate that yes totally yeah so and then it's just kind of fun after that like once i feel like Mm -hmm. once you get like the tca and vitamin a you're like I'm for sure confident. oh and then when you see those results and you're like all right who's next for this aggressive yes field? yeah that's so good i think the other thing too is knowing medical history is very important mm-hmm. um just like with autoimmune things you know like your skin doesn't heal as quickly as someone else who doesn't have like yeah. diabetes or something like that so i think being aware of those things are really important and if you're ever questioning anything just tell them to get a doctor's note yes because again better safe than sorry yep yeah your clients don't tell you how to do your job okay um next one okay i feel like i get pretty red using glymed masks is that normal yeah Depending on what mask you're yeah. using, though, I'd say. Like, are these like the like the lactic mask, like the peel masks or like like the anti-aging exfoliant mask and like the enzyme, like so the ultra hydrating enzyme. For like anti-aging mask, I see some people get red enzyme. I've seen people get red. Their enzymes, yeah. it's active. I've seen people get red with the wrinkle prescription mask. I've seen. Oh, even the pc micro scrub yeah jason lit up when i put the chocolate mask oh, on him that one lights yeah most people so i guess i would say it depends but also like it's normal to be red but also if you're having a reaction yeah <laughs> i'm sure you can tell but yeah red's normal yeah especially just like if you're exfoliating i mean you're getting that blood flow there so yeah could be could be very normal <laughs> Okay, not a question, but I started SC school and I absolutely love listening to y'all's podcast. Oh, thank you. My heart. That's so nice. Can I just say though, seeing people post how helpful it's been, like the note taking makes me I was crying. No, I literally (laughs) why do I get emotional at night? I'm literally like Oh my gosh. It makes me emotional. I just think it's so cool that we're helping. Yeah. Like to me, 
I don't know. I feel very insignificant. Like with, I don't know. I just, I don't feel like I do a ton in the industry, but like seeing people, I don't know, just like reposting and like saying like this, this episode helped me with this. And this one taught me this. It's, it, I don't know. It's just two gals. Yes. <laughs> so I just started a podcast. Yes. So thank you. Okay. Next one says, if you had to choose one skincare line for the rest of your life, what would it be? Skin better. Same. <laughs> She's bougie uh, and I will use Neutrogena. <gasps> Same. Uh, the ordinary. Okay, next one. <laughs> Best products for non-inflamed congestion in the T-zone. Best products for non-inflamed congestion. If you're oily. I know what you're going to say. You know what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> the serious action mask from Glymed yes. is a chef's kiss. It has salicylic acid and it. it has beads. I love that. But if it's like little white bumps and it, yeah, you said non-inflamed. If it's like little white bumps um, and you're not quite as oily, I also really like the Glymed um, benzyl peroxide wash, mm-hmm. the scrub one. Yes. I have seen... I've had some clients use that on their non-inflamed acne and I've seen it go away like just after a couple washes. So good. Um, or retinol. Yeah. Two more that I would recommend would be Mandelic Serum from Face Reality and um, the Alpharet Clearing Serum. Mm. That shiz takes everything away. It's amazing. <laughs> I swear. I love it. Oh my gosh. I They sent me like... Skin Better sent me like the teeny tiny like travel size um, ones of the Alfred Clearing Serum. I'll have to give you one. Wait. Just for you to just take yes. everywhere. So Let me cute. travel with them. Yes. Okay. Um, Favorite social media platforms to get your name out there. I don't try really anywhere except for Instagram, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I have tried Instagram. I've tried TikTok um instagram for sure because y'all are ruthless on tiktok i'm scared yeah i'm scared of the trolls on tiktok yeah that's why i just don't post yeah but i mean there's even some trolls on instagram today i got a comment on an old reel i made an old reel that went viral what and it was some spam account that said stupid 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 (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) like why i don't know children i don't know it didn't Uh. bug me at all i actually laughed when i saw it because it so immature what the heck but and it's just like a re- a real it wasn't that deep that's oh, that's so but annoying I posted my my first tiktok in like months okay yes- that was good though <laughs> yesterday at the hospital burn it <laughs> it reminded me of peels I'm like what burns peels do did I TikTok. say stand there and look stupid I said burn, burn it well because I from vampire diaries I just, oh is that what they yeah it's Caroline oh my gosh wait <laughs> Oh, I just, I did not put that together. It's when she's burning the letter from yes, her mom. Yes. Oh my gosh. <gasps> Real ones know. Wait, that's a good sound. Yeah. I know. I'm like, oh, what could I use that's it for? So because funny. any vampire diary sound. But, oh, frick. <gasps> Sorry. What? I was just going to say they're taking it off Netflix and I'm heartbroken. Wait, why? Oh, they're taking everything off. I heard like oh, their license or something's expired. Ugh. But I think Renew if enough it. people call and complain, because you can call and complain, I've heard if like enough people call and complain, like they can try to extend it. Well, I'm surprised that they didn't do that with the office. I didn't like the office. <gasps> Unpopular opinion. Oh, 
Do you want to hear a few unpopular? I am so ADD. <laughs> Never mind. Keep talking. <laughs> My Wait, mind. No, good. No, tell me. I this is what an ADD opinions. person sounds like. <laughs> I bounce from idea to idea. I don't even remember what we were originally talking about. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm ADD too. <laughs> Okay, wait. Have you watched Love Island yet? Did you log into my Peacock account? Um, so I, my parents, I found on their TV they had an account where I could watch it. Oh, good. And so I went to click on it, and there's a passcode on it because it's for mature TV, and my parents weren't home to tell me the passcode. So. Well, you can always log into mine if you need. Yeah, I'm going to need your Peacock password. Yeah. Shout out to you. Shout out to Liv tamed wax too she gave me her hulu password oh so i watch hulu on her account that's so funny just mooching off everybody honestly though they need to make like friend accounts or like family friend accounts right like where you can just have multiple users because everyone does it anyways true okay where the heck even are we um the second to last um okay <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> where did y'all go right out of school did you go off on your own or work at a spa etc um right out of school so i graduated with a job at this place called sugar me wax i did waxing there um i started off when i was in school i would work when literally guys i did not freaking stop like i I was in school. Okay. I worked at a dental office from 6 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. And then I had school from 5 to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday. And then for you. every single Saturday. Okay, wait. Um, my work was Monday through Thursday. And then Friday, all day Friday, all day Saturday, I worked open to close at Sugar Me Wax. And then Sunday was my day off. And then like I did that for a freaking long time the entire time I was in school um and then right when I graduated I started working full-time at sugar me wax and then I started school full-time again in college like literally oh, I forgot because you were gonna um doing like nursing stuff. yeah but I guess I, I just got off track. I started off as the receptionist <laughs> and then I became a waxer. <laughs> and then um, when I was in school again in nursing stuff, I got pregnant and then I got the job at Revive and then I worked there and then I went off on my own. And here That's you my are timeline. Thriving. And here I am, unable to work. <laughs> <laughs> Back on bed rest. Baby's ready to come. Yeah. Yeah. This will be the first time I haven't worked since maternity leave of last year. Kind of good for you to for- to be forced to pr- go I know. break, though. No, I worked up until, like, the day I had Jovi. Like, I had clients booked for the day that I had Jovi. And then I texted Mark. I was like, I'm in labor. <laughs> Can I pay for you to have, like, a spa day and just, like, treat yourself? Because... I mean, I'm not going to say no. Girl works really hard. And oh, you're, you're a mom. Sweet. You're sweet. Just saying it's impressive. Thank you. Well, tell us about your, what did, what did you do right out of school? I started working for a day spa in Orem, Utah. 
and I was doing waxing, manicures, pedicures, makeup, facials, back facials, everything. They even made me do lash extensions when I told them I wasn't good at it. Oh my it. gosh. Yeah. So I, I didn't, it was fine. It was a good first time job. I learned a lot. I learned that I really wanted to focus on facials and skincare and transformations from working there. I just realized I wasn't really passionate about the other things. I mean, makeup, I've always been passionate about, but I wanted to focus on skincare. And so I was there for probably six months. I could get into some stories of (laughs) some things that happened. Um, But it was fun too, because one of my best friends, she's a hairstylist and she worked there at the same time as me. Meg? Um, No, my friend Bailey. Oh, okay. Um, Bay Beauty Bar on Instagram and Orem if anyone's looking for a hairstylist. But um, yeah, we worked together for a little bit. And so that was fun, at least having her. Yeah. Um, And I did have some really cool coworkers. So that was good for the time being. And then I... I didn't know what I was doing with my life. I applied to millions, bajillions (laughs) of places that I wanted to work at. I went through hiring processes. I felt like I was killing the interviews. I was so confident and nothing was working out for me. Like the stars were not aligning. And I was so sad because I love Utah. Like I, I miss it so much, but I just had gut feeling to move home to Arizona. So I moved home to Arizona and started my own business and I was solo for a little bit. I worked out of a suite called Glam Studios in Gilbert, Arizona. And that was good for the time being. But my end goal... You crushed it. You're so nice. You really did. You're so nice. Yeah, you did so good. I Yeah, it was hard too because I started though like literally right before COVID happened. So that's so hard. It kind of was a struggle at first, but towards the end of it, like it was good. But my end goal was never to have my own space. And so that's when I literally messaged Marky. (laughs) I messaged her this. I said, What do I say? I said something. I was very forward. I was like, Hey, I'm going to be your next employee. Let's set up an interview or something like that. Like, I was very forward. (laughs) Good for you. (laughs) And then I interviewed and got the job at Revive and. I've been there since it's almost been it's been over a year yeah yeah actually it wasn't that long ago just over a year wow so I'm at Revive now but that's my story so cool okay you want to read the last question um yeah okay top three tips for starting SD school I start next month Woo woo! holy cow that like takes me back <laughs> I know <laughs> oh okay um Top three tips would be, I would say, okay, let's, let's start like one, one. Okay. Okay. My first tip would be to go in open-minded about what you think you're going to like, because I went in thinking like that I was strictly just going to do med spa. Like I just want to be a medical esthetician. That's all I wanted. And then um, when I was in school, everyone was like, oh my gosh, waxing's ghetto. I don't want to wax girls, <laughs> like coochies, whatever. And everyone like kind of gave it a bad rap or people were like, oh, like just like they, they were super specific as to what they wanted to do. And then 
I kind of like had this bad taste in my mouth about waxing, but I mean, that was my first job. And then I ended up freaking loving it. And like, I, I have like this weird waxing passion for some reason. Like I love waxing. It's like thrilling and it's fun and it's fast and it's like you connect really quickly with people. And I think it's like the best place to start because you want to be in, you want to know how to take control of an uncomfortable situation, Mm -hmm. be a waxer. Like facts. You are in entire control of the situation. You are in a very vulnerable place with a very vulnerable person. I don't know. Like there's so many benefits from starting off in different places in the field and don't feel like just you have to be good at just one thing. Like it's okay to like everything about aesthetics. Yeah. No, I completely <laughs> Like agree. you don't have to just be super good at just one thing. Yeah, I like that. Thanks. What's your first? I would say be... Um, I was about to say what you said because that was on my brain. <laughs> um, I would say to be positive um if you listen to our episode with Lissy um we kind of touched on that but your the way you look at things is going to determine your experience um yes yeah there may be some parts that are really sucky but if you're just focusing on you and your education and you're really passionate about it then you'll your experience will be fine you may not love it but don't sit on your phone and just complain, watch Netflix, mm-hmm. start studying, pull out your My Lady book and start studying, go on your webinars. And I guess that kind of ties into my second one. I won't go on with it, but like continue your education outside of what they're handing you just to pass the state board. Yes. And that was going to be my second one. Is is second one? Like, don't just try to pass state board. Like yeah. you you truly have everything at your fingertips right when you graduate. Like you could literally go from like to start your own business right off the bat. And like, if you go in with that mentality, like what if you did want to start your business right off the bat? What do you wish you knew when you graduated? Like what do you, or what do you hope to know? Like start learning those things now, start doing the webinar, start doing the continued education, start opening accounts with different lines, start learning different lines, buying things from different lines, testing everything out, like be your own esthetician. And I think, yeah, just learn as much as you can aside from just passing your state board, because it's easy. Everyone, literally anyone can pass state board. Yeah. Whether or not you've gone to esthetician school if someone knows the motions of state board, they could pass. So for sure. Um, yeah, that would be my second. Yeah. And I would say even the fact that you are asking us this question just goes to show <laughs> that like you're doing the work. You're the listening you to this podcast. You're makes you that much better. <laughs> like you're listening to this podcast. You're, <laughs> you're, but for real, you're trying to continue your education. And I think podcasts are a great source to do that I mean not just ours even though like I do think ours is pretty freaking awesome (laughs) there are other great (laughs) podcasts out there so I think that's awesome that you're doing that so yeah I would say that's another one I thought of too is also just continue your education um because I feel like I got most confident by forcing myself to study on my Mm -hmm. own time and by reaching out to other estheticians like 
I've reached out to someone before I worked for Marky. Oh, I message her and ask her questions. I've all the time messaged Miracle before. I'm like, hey, what are your thoughts on this? How do you do this? Like, there's so many estheticians that like I'll message, and I've had estheticians message me too, like estheticians that I look up to. So it's like, no matter where you are in your stage of education, never feel bad to ask questions because you'll never learn mm-hmm. if you never ask. Totally. Yeah, I think my last one would be find your community, like start making connections with estheticians. And if you don't go see an esthetician right now, go see an esthetician, go be her friend, ask her all the questions because who better to ask during a facial when you're experiencing it. I don't know. It's just like that whole like mind body connection. Like you're receiving the service, you know what's going on. You can take notes and then you can apply it in school and then you can just like, you know, it feels good. You're getting all the experience. And then on top of that, having your own professional's opinion about your skin and how to best treat your skin. And then you can build off of that. I feel like the first person's skin that you learn to treat is your own. Yeah. And then you slowly build off of that. Um, so that would be my third. I like that one. Thank you. For my third, I would say start your social media. It can be very intimidating, um, but start it. I just, the reason I say that is because I have had a significant amount of clients find me through mostly Instagram. I've had it, maybe one or two find me through TikTok, which is pretty awesome to me. But Instagram, that's where a significant amount of my clients have found me. And when people can see your face, when you talk on your stories, when you post your work that builds trust. And I think just because you're in school doesn't mean you can't start a social media, start your social media. And I I think it says a lot about you that you're, you're doing more, you're doing the most, you're doing the most. And I think that's awesome. So, yeah. And when you graduate, just like be so patient and don't get discouraged. Like there's, there are clients for everyone. And like, I think we can give five opinion or five <laughs> advice <laughs> just like don't yeah. see others as as competition and numbers don't equate success at all literally at all They're, yeah and I mean, everyone starts somewhere and for all you know there's some people that probably buy followers honestly yeah like just never compare yourself which like who cares like everyone do you like it doesn't matter but just don't compare yourself is what i'm getting at literally let me blow your mind for one second last week I had a client come in and she I I ask everyone so how'd you find me mm-hmm. you know that's always like same if they're new. so how'd you find me <laughs> and she said I started following you the second you made an account when you were in school stop and I was like sis it's been four years you never what know took you so long you never know who's watching <laughs> where where yeah. were you why did why why now like And so you never know, like you are influencing people, whether you know it or not, like from the very get go. It's true. So, I mean, I'm like, thanks for sticking along for the ride, sis. You literally followed me from like I had my my account when I was a waxer, but it was literally quite disabled. Like (laughs) it was like I couldn't post on it when I was at work. And so like I would post really poor quality dermaplaning videos here and there like doing it to my sisters or mm-hmm. giving my mother-in-law a peel or something or crystal oh, yeah. with one of my first clients crystal like giving her an ultrasonic facial and like her before and afters that were like you couldn't even tell in the picture it was a before <laughs> and after 
Oh, same. And like the fact that this girl like has followed me throughout the years and just like slowly built that trust. And four years later became a client. Like it's not immediate. Like, oh, the second you graduate, everyone wants to come see you. And you know, yeah, it takes so much trust to trust someone with your face or with your skin. So patience is key. Um, and just your success is what you make it. So don't let anyone else define that for you. For sure. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Yeah. And like really quick, I will say I've shouted her out on this podcast before because I think she's freaking killing it. Face by Mace on Instagram. She is on top of her game. I love following her. Um, I found out recently that she's been going to school out of Katie. I think she she's graduating like this week or something. Wait, really? Yeah. What the? I thought she had been licensed for years and years and years <laughs> because sh- her content is a most is amazing. She she's very knowledgeable. She's very confident on her Instagram. And so when I saw her like post about her being at Acadia like in school, I was like, what the heck? Like I thought she had been licensed for years. So it's yeah. like just showing up. Being confident her. is such an amazing example of being confident builds trust. But isn't that I'm crazy? so confused. I totally thought she had been licensed for years. <laughs> Wait, good for her. Right? See, fake it till you make it, guys. Like, yeah, no one's going to know. Nobody's going to know. How would they know? How would they know? Yeah. So. Cool. Well, that's all we have for today. That's all the tea. Yeah. Sorry, how long is this? Is this hectic? Sometimes I it's feel like, like after time. talking, I'm like, is this hectic? <laughs> is this all over the place? <laughs> it's good. Okay, well, um, next week we have the amazing Tess Zolly on the podcast. I'm like screaming, freaking out over this. I was like, do you think she'll like message us back? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we are like having our fangirl moments with like all of our cute... um guests on these are just people that we look up to so much in the industry oh um okay finishing that thought we look up to all these people we're so excited to have them on the podcast we hope that you guys love every guest that we have on because we really try to pick like our favorites like the best and people who we think that you guys will really benefit and learn from as we do as well leaders in the industry for sure yes and um oh we wanted to start something and (gasps) invite you guys on the podcast okay we want to connect with you we want you guys to message us if you are a solo esthetician an aspiring esthetician in esthetician school or if you're trying to get your name out there you've been licensed for a hundred years we don't care we want to learn from you. We want to connect with you. We would love to have you guys on the podcast. We will do these via Zoom or whatever our video chat thing is that we do. And then... Or if you're in Arizona, come hang out with us in our podcasting room. <laughs> yes. And in Santan Valley. <laughs> if you want to drive over if here. If you want. So we would love to connect with you guys. So if you guys are interested to be on the podcast or growing your name or just hang out with us please message us because we would love to have you yeah exactly we just want to connect (laughs) and give you a chance to share everything about yourself and connect to people because there are people it's kind of what how do i say (laughs) 
<laughs> I was gonna say, how do I say this in a humble way? <laughs> um, it's just it's cool because there are people all over the country who listen, clients, both clients and estheticians, and yeah. so being able to connect with each other, whether you're a client listening and there's an esthetician from like Florida that comes on and talks, then there's great connection. Totally. Just things like that. That's our point. We just want to be able to connect in to get to know you guys better. Yeah. So please message us. Yes. To leave us hanging. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's all we have for today's episode. We will see you guys next week. Bye guys. Thanks for listening to today's podcast episode. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and leave us five stars. It means so much to us and we'd love to see your feedback. If you have any requests for future guests or future topics, feel free to DM us or send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.